Welcome to Lose Locks MLB DFS podcast. It's the Friday freebie edition. That means you can listen to it without any subscription to DrRoto.com. Get a taste of what we have to offer at the website. I'm Lou Landers. Find all my MLB content at DrRoto.com and get access to me and all our fantasy baseball and DFS experts in our members-only Discord channel. Be sure to check out our daily DFS articles and cheat sheets as well. 13 games late here tonight. We'll start with the pitchers, and we'll start with the guy up top price-wise. It's Brandon Woodruff of the Brewers, $10,200. And Woodruff didn't get off to the greatest start this season, but he's a very good pitcher, one of the better pitchers in the National League. Goes to San Francisco, a great place to pitch, taking on a Giants offense that isn't good, isn't bad, kind of middle-of-the-pack type of team. Certainly an offense that he should be able to dominate. And Woodruff finally finding that strikeout potential that he has had coming into the season. His last three starts, he had 9, 8, and 10 strikeouts per. So that's something we're going to look for tonight as a way to kind of boost those points, regardless of how many runs he might allow. He doesn't give up many home runs and doesn't typically allow more than three earned runs in a start either. Uh, He did spend some time on the injured list this year since coming back, though. Um, Been pretty Solid, as I mentioned, with those strikeouts, 17 in the past two starts in just 12 innings, just three earned runs allowed in that time. So definitely a Woodruff fan for sure tonight at 10,200 against the San Francisco Giants. Robbie Ray of the Seattle Mariners is taking on the Texas Rangers. And Ray faced the Rangers once this season, picked up the win, allowed two earned runs in six innings, scored 18 and a half points, held Texas to a 190 batting average against but Ray has been very, very good as of late, really, since the middle of June, June 12th. Since then, hasn't allowed more than an earned run in any of his starts, just two home runs during that time. Has lots of strikeouts, consistently putting up 20-plus points, which is what we're looking for here at his 9800 price tag. Texas a pretty good place to pitch as well. Not a bad lineup in Texas by any means, but... Right now, with the way Robbie Ray's pitching, looking a lot more like that Cy Young Award winner we saw from a year ago, and that is definitely a positive here tonight. Alec Manoa of the Toronto Blue Jays going to be at home taking on the quad uh, A or AAAA triple, quadruple A, I should say, Royals team tonight, missing many of their starters due to not being vaccinated. They're not a team that's going to score a lot of runs or strike a lot of fear into you. And you have Alec Manoa, who is a very, very good pitcher. He pitches even better in Toronto this year, just three homers allowed in eight starts, 191 batting average against 2.21 ERA, 0.83 whip. Not the biggest strikeout pitcher, can certainly get it around a K per inning. Uh, but against this Royals team, he should be able to limit the damage. $9,000 doesn't have the upside of a Woodruff or a Ray, but might be the best play of the three up top in terms of pricing and, again, not costing you the same amount of money. And you can probably pair him with this next guy and have good pitchers at not crazy expensive prices. Looking at you, Darvish, here. He's $8,900 tonight. Darvish pitches amazingly. In San Diego, well, on the road, things have been terrible for him. In San Diego, though, 1.69 ERA, 158 batting average against 0.73 whip, two homers allowed in his eight starts, just 10 earned runs and 53 in the third innings there. And Arizona, very average to below average offense. Darvish has big strikeout potential, as we know. 
So using you Darvish tonight at his pretty good price tag where he pitches at his best is definitely a nice way to save some money from the top guys like Woodruff and Ray. Again, the pairing of Darvish and Manoa at first glance here is really what I like the most. Looking at someone a little cheaper, though, one of the cheaper arms on the slate is Ian Anderson, having a tough season for sure, but uh, figuring things out a little more as of late. Two good starts back-to-back, one versus Washington, one versus St. Louis. He gets Washington again here tonight and only needs 13.2 points to return value for you. Uh, not asking a lot out of a guy that should be able to get you 15-plus points in this matchup, even if it's 13 or 14 points. Again, pretty close to hitting value or just above value. Uh, could certainly pick up a win in this start with the Braves against the Nationals. Um, Braves, one of the best teams in baseball. Washington, one of the worst teams in baseball. So things looking good. If you want to go cheaper with a pitcher, you don't have to on this slate because of Manoa and Darvish prices. But Anderson could be a nice option for you. Moving things over to the stacks here. We got the Atlanta Braves taking on Patrick Corbin. Corbin, 5.70 ERA, 4-11 record, 1.67 on the season uh i think overall this season teams batting 320 325 against him yeah so it hasn't been pretty for him uh the braves are a very good lineup this is a team that can certainly hit him hard hit him well he's faced them twice this year lasted just eight and two-thirds innings in those starts allowed 10 earned runs braves batting 415 against him so it's going to be really hard not to look at the atlanta braves here tonight acuna swanson riley Whoever's catching, you can look at Olsen, who's a lefty against the lefty, Harris, a lefty versus lefty, Ozuna, uh, Adam Duvall, maybe. Lots of good options in this Brave stack, for sure. Houston Astros taking on Cole Irvin of the Oakland A's. And Irvin's not a bad pitcher by any means. He's just not anything spectacular. And he has a lot more success this season when pitching in Oakland. On the road this year, will he be tonight. Things haven't gone so well for him. A 5.27 ERA, 2.80 batting average against 11 homers in just seven starts compared to no homers in his starts in Oakland. So uh, using Cole Irvin or stacking against Cole Irvin when he's on the road is usually a good play. You got Kyle Tucker, Bregman, Pena, Gurriel, Alenmus Diaz. Check on Jose Altuve right now. He, I believe, was hit by a pitch. The other day, maybe even it was yesterday, exited the game. So he's day-to-day -day at the moment. If he's in the lineup, you can certainly feel comfortable playing him. But if he's not, I mentioned a number of other guys. Again, Diaz, Guriel, Pena, Bregman, Kyle, Tucker, of course, Jordan Alvarez on the injured list at the moment. Another stack here to take a look at going to be the Coors Field stack. We have Herman Marquez and Jose Quintana. Marquez having a bad season overall. Dreadful at home. So you can certainly look at Pittsburgh Pirates tonight. On the other side, Jose Quintana is actually having a very nice season for sure. Uh, but going to Colorado, uh, having to pitch in Coors, that could certainly change things. He's been less effective on the road this season as well. But taking a look at some of the bats in this stack, Chris Bryant, CJ Crone, Charlie Blackman, Connor Joe, Brendan Rogers, Randall Greitchek, Elias Diaz. These are all guys you can certainly take a look at from the Rocky side. On the Pirates side, Brian Reynolds, their best players on the injured list, but you could take a look at O'Neal Cruz, uh, Kevin Newman, maybe, Key Brian Hayes, uh, Vogelbach, some of those types of guys. Also cheap for the Rockies, Garrett Hampton. I'll get into him in just a little bit on the value plays. 
but there's definitely some expensive bats, some cheaper looking bats in this core stack. Pirates, Rockies, uh, even though it's cores, I do like the Braves and the Astros stacks more, a lot more reliable and still very good matchups. Moving things over to the value plays, we'll start with G Man Choi of Tampa Bay Rays. And Choi is one of those dudes that um, it doesn't strike you as a guy that's going to help you a lot. He's not a star by any means. But he is a really solid average, good on base percentage, does hit for some power at times. He's been much better hitting in Tampa this year as well, which is where he'll be tonight. He actually has a 321 average, 421 OBP, and 975 OPS in Tampa this year. Five of the seven home runs have come there. And he's hit the Orioles well this year too in nine games. He's got a 432 OBP, 932 OPS, and 333 batting average so g-man Choi is a nice cheap option at first base i mentioned i get into a garrett hampson well he usually faces lefties so he should be in the lineup tonight he's cheap at just 2700 and he is a good hitter in course very solid player in course but just terrible on the road but it's a guy that can help you at either shortstop or in the outfield and again should be in the lineup he does hit for the odd home run, but he can score runs. He can get on base. He can swipe a base here or there. I mean, at home, you look 377 OBP, 296 average, 877 OPS. Nothing to balk at there. Those are pretty solid numbers. Too bad he just can't do it on the road. But doesn't matter in this instance here tonight. A couple outfielder-only eligible players to take a look at from a value standpoint. Anthony Santander of the Orioles is 3,300 tonight. He is a guy that is consistently putting up numbers for you. He's got a four-game hitting streak right now. Has two homers in nine games against the Orioles this, or against the Rays this year, I should say. He's the Orioles. Uh, 313 average, 436 OBP, 936 OPS versus Tampa this year. Uh, and this is a guy that can certainly hit a home run at a key time. Of course, the Orioles still playing great baseball. And Santander and the Orioles taking on Luis Patino tonight, who has been out for a long time. He's going to have some rust to shake off. Someone cheap in the Pirate stack is going to be Ben Gamble. Uh, very average player, but going into Coors at a cheap price always gives a nice bump. Taking on Marquez, who, as I mentioned, has been really bad this year. Gets hammered in Coors Field, so a cheap outfield bat in Coors Field for the Pirates in Ben Gamble. Someone you can take a look at. We'll move things over to tonight's pick to click. It's going to be Austin Riley of the Atlanta Braves. Love him, of course, in the Atlanta Braves stack. Taking on Corbin, a great matchup, but he has been on an absolute tear over his past 10 games. Eight runs, three doubles, five homers, 10 RBIs. 465 OBP, 439 average, 1.343 OPS. Austin Riley, 5,500 tonight at third base, but he is doing so well. He is crushing it. You need to take advantage, try to get him in your lineups, especially if you're making that Atlanta Braves stack. Be sure to check out all our daily DFS articles and cheat sheets from our brilliant writers at drroto.com and come to our members-only Discord channel. All your last-minute advice on the DFS slates. We break down the slate all our experts post their top lineups in the channel as well. Thank you for tuning in to the Friday freebie edition. Good luck with your lineups. This has been Lou's Locks MLB DFS podcast. I'm Lou Landers at Landers Talks on Twitter. Show, of course, brought to you by DrRoto.com. And I will catch you next time.